0: I seemed to be on the pitch for about two seconds and someone passed me the ball. And all of a sudden, all I could see was Terry Herlock steaming towards me. And I thought, oh my God. And as he got closer, he he slid in. And fortunately for me, I managed to dink the ball over his foot and I just run off. <laughs> I thought, right, I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the latest episode of Wearing the Red and Green. In this week's episode, I'm speaking to arguably one of the club's finest left-backs, Gary Woodcraft. We discuss Gary's memories at Stagmeadow, Meadow, those great FA Cup runs, marking Tony Woodcock in those games against Arsenal, and what made that Windsor-back four so special. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Gary. Thank you. It's, nice brilliant. To you, Michael. it's brilliant to have you on. Um, and we've got a ton of questions to throw at you. Um, right. But I want
0: to start just because I know a lot of people will be interested in this. Like, what are you up to now? Um, well, I'm still working hard up in Lincoln. I'm still painting and decorating. But I do attend a walk-in football session on a Monday evening. Love it which is very good. It's only an hour, but the quality of the players there is, is decent. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy it. And uh, I managed to get a social going afterwards because no one seemed to bother. Winds, wins and Eaton Roots, I assume now from, you know, <laughs> absolutely. What? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> that was a given that was in our day. <laughs> yeah. Straight, straight from the training ground shower in the bar. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that no, was brilliant.
1: Cool. Well, listen, right, let's um let's rewind all the way back to the beginning. So you came to Windsor in 81 in the yeah. reserves. How did that all come about? How did you end up at end up at Windsor?
0: Right, well, I I'd actually I had I'd had a season playing for Red In Youth. Yeah. Um and thoroughly, you know, I I thoroughly enjoyed it and thought I was doing well. Um so I was seven. I was seventeen then. So there was a bit of a gap between Reading and going to Windsor. I think I'd played a bit of local football after that. Um, so the, the sort of thing at Reading in those days, um, we played a game. We played in the Middlesex Border League, which was under eighteen. Yeah. Um, so then there was nothing in between. It was so from there, from Reading, it was going into the reserves. Um, and there wasn't a lot of scope. I don't think any of the lads, well, bowl one, because we had we actually had Neil Webb in our team. Oh,
1: wow, Webbing, right?
0: Yeah. So his his dad was actually the coach of the youth team at Reading. And Neil came into our under eighteen side at aged fifteen. <laughs> and and he stood out like a sore thumb. <laughs>
1: I bet, I bet.
0: And well, the rest was history. He played went from Reading to I think Portsmouth, Portsmouth to Forest, and Forest to Man United and England, obviously. Um, and then, unfortunately, he ruptured his Achilles, and uh, he was never the same after that. So, so yeah, that's that sort of went from Reading, um, played a bit of local football around Slough, and then I'd obviously heard from some someone. About the youth te- uh, the reserve team at Windsor, and I, I, I knew Phil Darren from before as well, so I, I I must have got in touch or whatever, went along and yeah, we had a decent side. Uh, say Knocker was in the side then as well, um, Dave Lansley, um, oh. yeah, Big Dave. Yeah. I remember him when he, he turned up for the first training session because we still trained at, at Stag Meadow. Yeah um he turned up with five stitches in his eye for training and the next thing he's out there heading balls into the net splitting all his stitches open and everything (laughs) and then just going and getting it fixed again after but that was dave Um, yeah yeah it was it was great um and from there obviously the following season although we'd done well uh we came runners up in that league um there wasn't enough money at Windsor at the time to carry on the reserves. So I just took it on myself to turn up for pre season training at the Garrison Ground um, with Windsor. Uh, I knew Kev Mitch anyway. Oh, yeah. no, sorry. Kev, no, Kevin wasn't there then. they he'd uh, got to woken. He had, yeah. yeah. Alan, Wills, Alan Wills was in goal. Um, but obviously, I knew Dave was going. So I'd arranged to meet Dave. And it was actually Kev's brother. Brian, bless him, he's not with us anymore. Um, he actually got, he took me to the Garrison Ground. I think he, I think he did one session and then didn't go anymore, <laughs> <laughs> which was typical of Brian. Lovely guy.
1: Um, and was that the so was that the first summer Jeff was in charge? Uh,
0: I think, I think it was actually. Yeah, I think it was. Yes, um, because I think. Brian Caterer was there before, wasn't he? Correct. If that's yeah, so yeah, it was Jeff and Alf. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was went training, which was quite something. (laughs) But the (laughs) the nice thing with Alf was it was really hard work, but there was normally always a ball involved, which sort of was a mental thing. It's not so not so hard running with a ball. Phys- physically, as just running around. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that was great. Yeah. I mean, it took me a little while to, um, started in on the bench sort of thing, you know. I think Gary Edwards, it was Gary Edwards was playing left back, but also Kevin Os- Osnoski. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sort of halfway through the season, got a few, few chances and played my way into the team, really and during that spell as well you had
1: if i remember right frilly was playing in front of you and during those early years like you and him seemed to build up a really good
0: yeah relationship on that left hand side we did we yeah it was good again i'd known frilly oh that was another thing yeah i'd played over at guildford and whopleston and that's where i met frilly and mark davis playing for the same team or playing against right for the same team um it was actually a guy from Langley was running it. That's how I ended up going over there and playing. And the say, then the next thing we we were both at Windsor. But yeah, it was it was good fun playing behind Frilly. He had a few rituals during the games. I don't know whether you remember. He used to get quite nervous at half time. Right. Come out on a pitch and throw up. Nice. And then it'd be right. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Another. Another. Yeah. I would always like turn the other way because knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and was that thrown up on the pitch? Or well, did he right. happily do it on the side of the pitch? Yeah, on the side of the pitch.
1: That would have made it interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, he, he was great frilly.
1: How important was that as a left back to have that, you know, people talk about centre-half partnerships and midfield partnerships and Partnerships between forwards. Yeah. As a fullback, how important, and I guess I'd, I'd ask the same question to Frilly, but how important was it as a left back and a left winger to have that kind of partnership?
0: Yeah, I, I think it worked great for Frilly because, you know, I mean, I, I used to like to get forward quite a bit as well. So I knew if I went, he'd drop in. Um, and at the same time, if I got the ball from the back, I knew exactly where he was going to be. You know, and, he well, we played different sort of systems, obviously. Mm. Um, it, it either went to him just out on the touchline or it went into the channel for Yates or Ross McCulloch and, and Frilly would be there waiting to receive it from them for them to spin off and get into the box for his crosses coming in, basically.
1: Now, in those early years at Windsor, um, yeah. there was obviously a lot of success in the league, and I'll come on to that. But then, obviously, most famous was obviously the FA Cup runs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, Brentford, Bournemouth, Gillingham, Torquay, etc. But starting with Brentford, like, what do you remember about the, the run against which ended up with Brentford?
0: Yeah. Um, I can't remember how many games I'd been involved in up until then. Um, I'd, I'd obviously made a few appearances because I got named on the bench um, for the for the Griffin Park game, which was great. Um, I think it, I think it was only one sub then, if I remember rightly. Um, because c- again, if I remember, yeah, I thought, I'm pretty sure it was one sub. But so obviously went along and. The game wasn't found. I mean, they had some stars in their team at the time.
1: I, I looked at that lineup the other day. Yeah. It was Kamara, Ron Ex- Harris, Ron Harris,
0: Sam Bowles, yeah, uh, Terry Herlock.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that that was a nice welcoming for me because I think I think Jeff and Alf put me on with about twenty minutes to go, and we were already losing seven nil anyway. Um, so I, I think I went on at left midfield at the time and I seemed to be on the pitch for about two seconds and someone passed me the ball and all of a sudden all I could see was Terry Herlock steaming towards me and I thought oh my god and as he got closer he he slid in and fortunately for me I managed to dink the ball over his foot and I just ran off I thought, right, I'm out of here. (laughs) So I I went and just, I'm pretty sure I passed the ball quite quickly to somebody else. But that was, yeah, that was great memories there, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Fantastic. You know, even though we lost that game 7 0, I think Alan Wills, if I'm, I think he was doing backflips in the goal mouth at times. You know, obviously when when the ball wasn't near us, but. yeah, it was it was a great I mean and it was packed. I think it was about eight eight to ten thousand there that day. So I think they had um like you said, Kamara was playing as well. Um and had, they had a goalkeeper that used to be Man United and he was Northern Ireland as well. Um I think it was Paddy Paddy something. I don't know that sounds a bit wrong, but I'm sure it was Paddy something. I can't remember his name now, but yeah. So they had they had some players in that team. Yeah, and, they, they,
1: and the following season then was the Bournemouth.
0: Yeah, that was something. That was awesome. We
1: talk about that, and, and I know a lot of people also talk about the Burton Albion game, and
0: yeah, what that, that was like some, the round before. That was amazing. That game, you know, we went to Burton, and we knew that I think Neil Warnock was their manager then. Yeah. Um, we went to Burton, knowing they were a good side. Um, I think it was a sellout, which I think was about three thousand for their ground. Um, and yeah, well, I mean, obviously we went we went out. I think we went one nil down. Um, then Hilly got an equaliser, which was brilliant. Um, I can't remember whether Trevor had scored because one of their guys. Went in for a tackle with Ross. Right. And he ended up with a broken leg. Got it. I mean, it, it was right in front of me. I'm, yeah, it was quite innocuous. They just both went fairly for the ball. And all I heard was this massive crack. And I thought, oh my God. And I thought it was Ross because he was like on the floor holding his leg. And I was like, you're all right, Ross. And then I looked at this other fella. God, he was on his back and he was holding his leg up in the air. And his, his foot was round the other way. And it, it, it wasn't nice to look at. Yeah. I think the game got held up for about 20 minutes, I think, when they got an ambulance onto the pitch. But then, obviously, going on from that, Trevor put us 2-1 in front. Well, the last, I'm sure the last 20 minutes was like the Alamo. <laughs> you know, there was Mitch making saves everywhere. I think I'd managed to add a one off the line. As you know, I wasn't that tall, so I, I'm pretty sure I more or less pulled myself up on the post to get up under the crossbar to it. But it was fantastic. It was absolutely amazing. And t- we come off the pitch 2-1 and we got into the changing rooms and the police came straight into the changing room and said, it's not very nice out there, lads. Um Get yourself showered and get yourselves off. So... And and by all accounts, I think someone said one of the reserve coach windows got done as well, I think. uh, Supporters coach, I think. Yeah. Sorry, the supporters coach, yes. Um, I think that got bricked. Um, But we ended up going, we went to some pub somewhere, (laughs) got some fish and chips and we was playing pool and stuff. But that was an amazing game. And then obviously we got the draw against Bournemouth, which was brilliant at home as well. And then, well, as you know, it got cancelled on the Saturday because the pitch was waterlogged, and they'd done the draw for the next round. It'll talk me through this. Where were you when that draw was made? I, do you know what? I can't honestly remember whether we was at the club or whether I heard it on the telly. I think a load had gone to the club. I think Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was at the club, and it came out, and it was like, you know, Windsor or Bournemouth, Versus Man United, and it was like, oh my god, this is unreal, you know. And it was the we were the home team, obviously. Uh, we'd already been told <laughs> I think we'd be uh, playing it at Old Trafford. Should we? Should we yeah. beat Bournemouth? But obviously, we played Bournemouth on the Tuesday night, and I think we should have won it. Really, what people are saying we should have definitely had a penalty. Yatesy was through on goal, and the keeper just took him took him down. And the ref bottled it. So, yeah, but, you know, I mean, even to draw nil-nil, I think there was, I think, again, it was sold out. I think it was about 4,000 at home game. I think officially it was 4,000. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all (laughs) they could say that it was. Yeah, it may have been a few more. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that was brilliant. And then, obviously, we went, you know, the away game. Yeah, we held our own. But they just... Just a bit better than us on the night. They come away two 0 We still, you know, still held our heads high. But um, yeah, and, and again, the rest after that was history with Bournemouth and for Man United.
1: Absolutely right.
0: <laughs> you know, and Harry
1: in his book said that
0: yeah, you know wins even the,
1: the the tougher game.
0: Well, I, I've still got the clipping of that from I think it was the Daily Star um, when he actually came out and put that in the paper. So that was great. Yeah.
1: The following year was Gillingham. Gillingham, which again, yeah. Tony Cascarino. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was marking Terry Cochrane that day. Another, another uh, international. That's right. Yeah. He was, he was a bit tricky to be honest. Um, let yeah, so we came out 2-1. Again, not not a bad result, really. And then the following season was Torquay.
1: That's the that- one that a lot of people say we should have, we, you know, that was, a, that was the one we really should have won in that. Yeah, game.
0: We, we, we drew it home, didn't we? And uh, went down there on a horrible evening. I think it was a Tuesday evening. Uh, I can't, you know, was it 1-0 or 2? I think it's 3-0. 3-0, was it really? God. Oh. One one that I uh, rather (laughs) forgot then.
1: (laughs) Well, Tuesday night away in Torquay, it's not great.
0: Yeah, yeah. but um, no, fantastic. You know, I mean, my years at Windsor were were superb. You know, the supporters and everything, it it was like a family there. It really was, you know, I think all the players have said it anyway, but, you know, everybody had each other's backs. Um, You know, when Alf was there... You'd you'd run through a brick wall for the guy, you know, and he would do that for you as well. And you knew that, so. But yeah, yeah, great, really great times.
1: And away from the FA Cup, obviously, we were going through the leagues, yeah, that time yeah. Hell, right. Like successive promotions, etc. Like, what were some of your memories from some of those league, those league campaigns? Um,
0: yeah. So the first season, again, I you know, as I say, I, I just got into the side, and I think we finished runners up in Division Two the first year. I'm not sure if it was that year when we went, we went away to Harwich and Parkston. I don't know if it was that year or the year after. I think we went down there and beat them. I don't know eight or eight two, something like that. I mean, that was a fantastic. We went on a train, <laughs> which was a bit unique for us. It was, it was a day out, you know, and to get that result and then another brilliant, you know, just the whole camaraderie of everything was was superb. So we came, we came runners up that year. Following season, I mean, we went, we went and won it first season in. You know come champions again i've got i've got some pictures that i will send over to you there's one team photo and at the top it just says they're champions love it so that's nice I will send them over to you
1: and was it and it was at the end of that season wasn't it that um there was like the end of
0: season doing prince philip yes yeah that was that was brilliant yeah i think it i think somebody else had said it was at this uh heart and guard but i my account was it was at the, actually at the castle hotel which is which is only a couple of doors along. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm pretty well whatever anyway it was in that vicinity um and we knew he was going to turn up we thought he was going to be there for 15 minutes uh he ended up being there for three quarters of an hour and yeah he was good fun to say the least yes um, that was interesting that evening
1: they always say that about him, didn't they? You know, yeah. always had that spark.
0: He did. He I he guess. had an eye. He had an eye for the ladies. That was for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, one other game during that period was we we played against Arsenal. Yes. Um, yes. What were your what were your memories of that game? What was it like to be able to play against you know players? You well, know, actually, we two,
0: When I was there, we played two games. Yep. Oh, yeah, of course, 85, I think, as well. Yeah, we played the first game. We lost 3-0. Again, I've got a team photo of that, What I will send you over. Um, the likes of Pat Jennings, Charlie Nicholas, David O'Leary. I've actually got it in front of me here. Um, go go the names. read the names. So there was, there was Charlie Nicholas. Um, obviously, the local lad was Brian McDermott then. Was he not? Yep. He was in the first team then. Um, Colin Hill, Pat Jennings. Oh, who was the other? There was a guy played at the back. Another. Tommy Caton. Um, I think he was at Man City as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, David O'Leary, Brian Talbot, Graham Ricks, Tony Woodcock. Not bad some, is it? Some good players and they, they beat us 3-0 that evening. Who were you marking? Who was who was on the right for them? Well a lot of the, a lot of the time I spent my time almost covering because of the way that they played, a lot right. of it was central. Um so I was tucked in a bit, and a lot of the time I was I was up against Tony Woodcock. <laughs> which, which was a great experience. 100 percent right. I'll be up, honest with he was such a nice guy you know if I made a tackle on him or got a block in it you know it was like oh well done mate you know and it was really encouraging for for young yeah for young yeah players, yeah you know? and Chris Yates was telling me like
1: um yeah they took it seriously it wasn't oh, yeah. just they turned up and just thought "Oh, you know it's a it's a meaningless friendly they genuinely were competitive and you know really up for
0: it yeah well, I mean, the, the, I've got the, uh, the, the sort of report in front of me here. He said it was that Don Howe was full of praise for the Windsor team that held his mighty gunners to a solitary goal until the final minutes. Um, they were a good little team and the match was played in the right spirit. They didn't go kicking us. They played nice and steady and tried to play football, which is really nice thing for a manager of that stance to, to come totally. out with. Totally. But I think the following year, again, it was more or less the same team. I think Tony Adams had joined then. Yes. Coming through the ranks. I think he was about 17. Um, I think he had a bit of a clash with Mark Davis <laughs> and ended up having to go off. I'd, I'd like to think Mark didn't mean it. Uh, and I think on that occasion, I don't think he actually did. <laughs> But, yeah, I think they just had a clash and his nose uh, got a bit bloodied, so they took him off. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Kenny Sanson played that night as well. They had Lukic in goal that night, John Lukic. Yeah. Um, But other than that, there was a lot of the the players still there. So it was, you know, two years running. They put out a good side. We only lost that one 1-0. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think I – was it that game? Even that one, I think it was the first game, even I managed to get a shot in. <laughs> I must, must have just got forward a bit. Oh, no, no. Yes. Yeah, great, great, you know, great experiences.
1: Now, during that whole period, from when you're there 81 86 the defense was just rock like there was you on on the left john mitchell on the right yeah colin smith bob king in the middle obviously woodsy then came on the latter part
0: that's right
1: what made that back line so that unit so good and obviously kev mitch behind
0: yeah i think we just you know we just knew each other so well and it was almost to us. We all, we almost felt impregnable, mm. at times, you know. Um, and playing together, we we did manage to keep ourselves mainly uninjured, which was great as well. Um, again, I think I went through a few few uh, things the other day. One of the seasons, John Mitch played the whole lot of games, I think was 60. Um, and then the following season, which I think was the year we won Division One, I think Mitch, Kevin Mitch, and myself played 61 games each. And that was every single game. And, that, and that's after going to work every day as well.
1: And doesn't that like make you laugh when you look at football today and they, they complain about certain things and you think, God, in those days as well, there was only one sub i think in that yeah era. probably many more games as you say you played in the 60s in terms of games
0: yeah
1: you know and played every game and it's and the pitches were that much heavier than what they are yeah, now definitely,
0: right definitely you know
1: yeah. it's it's no. interesting They talk about modern science
0: but yes well everything's different now i mean look how light the ball is for a start mm. The football boots, I mean, there's no protection in football boots at all anymore. You know, you almost feel like if you wear a pair now, they're so light, you almost feel like you've got nothing on your feet. Until someone treads on you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Now, at the end of that 85, 86 season, you, you moved on. Was that looking for the fresh challenge? Because I know there's a, a ton of players that moved on at that time. Did it feel like it was a bit of an end of an era? It fresh did. challenge? It
0: did a little bit, yeah. Um and and unfortunately, I had I did have a little bit of a falling out with Laurie, bless him. Right. You know. Um, I will say this, obviously, bless his soul. Um, we did meet up. In later years. And it was very nice because he he sort of called me out. We were both watching a game somewhere, and he sort of called me over. And and bless him, he just turned around and said, Gary, said, uh, I'd just like to clear up. You know, I did make a few mistakes in my days at Windsor. And, you know, I know it's easy for me to hold my hand up now. And basically, I I think a lot of it stemmed from the Torquay game. Because um, I'd actually been picked for the rep side to play that evening. Um, well, obviously, to, you know, I didn't go because we had an FA Cup mm. uh, replay down at Torquay. So obviously I took the day, well, I think I did, I might have done half a day in the morning, but we, we got the coach down there. Um, and then he put me on the bench and he hadn't mentioned it before the game or anything until he read the team out he put me on the bench and I think he played himself so it was it left a bit of a sour taste in me in in my head um, and I think I disappeared for a few games right yeah and I just thought I, I needed to let it go for a bit I think what that was I did play a couple of games from the talk again we went again we went down to Epsom and Newell and he put me on the bench and with with about 10 minutes to go we were 2-0 down and he said Gaz get warmed up <laughs> and I just looked at him and I went you're having a laugh though aren't you I said you want me to go on at 2-0 at left back and change the game he went, no I well, know he said no I want you to go on there I said no I'm sorry mate I said I ain't going on. I said I, I feel like you're taking the Mickey now, and that and that was after that day. I did disapp- I think I went went for a month, um, and eventually he did phone me, and we sort of cleared the air. And I come back and played to. I'm pretty sure played to the end of that season. Well, I, did, I know I did, and that was when I think he did he leave. Yeah, he moved yeah, on he and, to and John to didn't he? Yes, and John came. I didn't really know a lot about John, but to me, I, I, it did feel like, I suppose because of those years we'd had, Yeah, it felt like the team was sort of going different ways. And as much as I loved the club and the supporters and everything, I just thought maybe it is time to go and have another challenge. And I, I had heard Slough were interested in me, and then Alan Davis got in touch and said, "You know, I'd like you to come down to Slough." So I, I went and had a couple of seasons there. But you did uh, come back to Windsor, didn't you? Under I did, John. yes, yes, I did yeah. come back. Yeah. Um, again, I played to the end of that season, I think, and then I think John, I think John, I don't know if he got the sack or.
1: John left eighty nine, right, and then out. So,
0: no, so he didn't get. He didn't leave that year. Um, so I must have come to a decision because again, I, I did come out. I did play a few games. But Devon was playing left back then, right, um, and he liked Devon playing there, which is fine, you know. And I just I wanted to play football basically. Um, so I actually I went off again. I think I played a bit of local football um and then i ended up i ended up going and playing for a mate of mine at slough reserves right and they that's some really good youngsters you know i drank in the same social club basically. is that
1: the side that was um like mickey crichton and
0: yes, Robert gold rake, and rake, Robert, rake, rake, robert yeah, gold and harry rake yeah 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 there was a guy called robert matthews he actually went from there. He went pro. He,
1: yeah, he used to live down um, yeah. my dad's road.
0: Yeah, and I think I think Playley turned up there. Yeah. What, how, how That's was, a strong yeah?
1: side. That's a strong reserve we, side. Well,
0: we, won, we won the Middlesex Border League that year, and we won the cup that we were in as well. Uh, well, we won a couple of cups. Um, yeah, we had some good, good young players there. Um, and then John got offered the job at Chertsey Town, so we basically, you know, it was first team football. Mm. We, we sort of went lock, stock, and barrel. I think we went mid-season, um, and they were in quite a precarious position, Chertsey, and we, we basically we stayed up. And then I'd done the pre-season that following. That following season, I've done the pre-season, got got myself all fit and everything, and then I had a lump came up, um, and the rest is history, if you like. Yeah, you know, ended up having to have a year off with chemo and radiotherapy and stuff. And again, the nice thing that came out of that was Windsor and Slough. You know, bless them. I I, I got a testimonial out of that, which helped me immensely. Mm. You know, I was self-employed. I had four kids, and and it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And it's funny enough because after Chertsey, I did, I did got myself fit. Um, I think I ended up playing for Eaton Wick, from Raisbury, and then and then um, Wayne wanklin and came back, if you know, took over at Windsor, and I I, run, I knew both of them anyway. And I, I think I'd, I knew Mick from, from our kids being at school, and I saw him at the school one day. I said, oh, when did you start pre-season? He said, why? I said, well, oh, I fancy giving it a go and getting myself, see if I can get fit again. He went, yeah, that's right, come down training. I went down training, got fit, and got in a team. You
1: and Frilly were back together
0: again? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, unfortunately, it wasn't too long. Um, I mean, they had some decent players here. Um, just didn't work, for for obviously, for Mick and, um, and Wayne. It's unfortunate because, you know, they were nice guys. And, you know, the guys that were in the squad were good players, decent players. There were
1: some good players in that squad. Yeah. I Steve Darlington up front was a yes, that's right. very uh, good striker. Simon right. Cundle at the back, but he got injured, I think.
0: Yeah, so and, I'm, um, and Simon yeah. Pentland. And- yes, that's it, Simon so Pentland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had some decent players there. Um, but yeah, obviously then Wayne and Mick got released from the job. I, I can't remember who took over then. John, John came back. John, came. My, Yes, yeah, because I've read it in the book. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Like, that's what I'm, so I'm sitting here thinking, where have I read it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the book upstairs. Well, I had that on holiday with me, as you know.
1: turned again early 2000s as reserve team manager yes
0: yeah that was interesting did you always wanted to try your hand at management well yeah it, it was strange because a mate of mine i don't know whether you knew eugene Spellman yep. he was a local lad uh, and we'd we'd both played football together from age seven went to school together um and we ended up starting up a boys club in langley uh, uh-huh. And then basically the first year we ran it, we more or less had the whole team from Holy Family School in Langley. And Howard Kennedy was yep. the headmaster there. Ex Lao ex, uh, okay. yep. Town manager played for Wickham and I think he played for England under 18s as well, Howard. Decent good player. Um we sort of approached him and said, How would you feel about us using the school as a venue? And Using quite a few of the lads in the school because what it was in Langley there was there was two clubs basically you had Langley Lions and Golden Eagles so you had the high end of it and then you had the young lads that couldn't get in that team but wanted to play yeah. there was no nowhere for any in between lads so we started the team up and yeah so we ended up with eight sides eventually ran it for ten years and then I. And then another mate of mine, I don't know, do you know Gary Farrell? No. Tony Chules. He was I Yeah, it was it
1: the guy did he come like Northwood manager and
0: Yes. Yeah, Tony, yeah, yeah. Tony and Gary at the time, they were they were running Hendon. And we we met it's just quite strange, we met Gary at a funeral. Right. And it, and we were me and Eugene were there and he said, How'd you fancy coming running the reserves at Hendon? And we, we sort of had a, we went, well, we'll have a think about it. And it didn't take long to think about it, to be honest. So it started from there. So we, we went down to Hendon. So that sort of got us going on on that sort of level. Um, we had about a season and a half there. And then I think, the, I can't remember. I'm just trying to think who was manager before, when Dave, when Dave. Dennis. Dennis, that's right. And who there was a first? There was a reserve side manager. Dave, I think um it was apparently Dave, Dave Fouquet.
1: or Fouquet. Yeah, I know he
0: had, yeah, he had a facet. He's French, and I think he went or he left. With Dennis to Maidled. right? So that I think that's when I, I, I think I might have come down to Windsor to watch the first team, and basically asked around saying. Is the is the reserve job up for? And I I think I got ended up talking with Dave. Yeah, Um, yeah, because one of my boys, I think he had been playing for the reserves when Dennis was first team manager. His son Tom, I think he he did have a couple of games for the first team. Um, And obviously, then like you said, Dennis went. um, Dave came in, and I got spoke with Dave. I said, I understand you got no one running the reserves um told him a bit about ourselves where we've been and he went yeah come down sounds good you you're going to know most of the lads down here we had a, that first season we ran the reserves we had a crack side i was about to say that like the development you had of
1: like will dunlop paul coin yeah and it's a great little side you
0: put together we did we had a we had a really good side um the unfortunate thing then as as running the reserves happens Players either go into the first team, or they get a bit despondent and go off and play somewhere else.
1: I was going to ask you, like, yeah, what's the challenge? The challenges of a reserve team manager.
0: It was very difficult, you know. I mean, that first season was brilliant because we had a good side. Eugene's son was playing for us, and he he was at um, he'd been at Reading, and he he'd play he got picked for the England under-17 sides. So he was a good player. Started off as a forward when we had him as a kid. Went to Reading Academy, and they made a right-back out of him. Trouble with Adam was he would he would literally tackle a brick wall, <laughs> and he ended up doing his cruciate ligament. Um, and unfortunately, Reading paid for the operation, but because of the age he was at, they basically said, that's the end of the road for you. So he ended up with us there. um, But we had some good players come through from that year. You know, it wasn't often we got many of the first team coming down to us to get fit again, which made that a little bit hard. I think it was the second season was a bit, we got a few more come down and played and that was enjoyable for us. And it was for them as well. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Um, You know, they'd either got injured and weren't Mm. enough to get back into the first team, so they come and played. But what happened? We 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 ended up playing in this when cherry red league on a Wednesday. Yeah. So it was a Wednesday evening game, and it was becoming harder. And well, actually, there was a spell in between. Again, the reserves got halted. I think. it might have been after that first season, um, there was not enough money, so the reserve. But what they done, they took they said to us, Will you run a youth team for us instead? So, we yes, said, yeah, no worries at all. And again, we had some good young lads coming through. Uh, a knocker's son was a keeper, yes, yeah, he'd done superb in goal for us, and he did. Bless him. He he got a first-team run out, um, and it didn't go great that day. And I think it really knocked his confidence. Mm. Um, But we had a few good lads that we, the following year, we went back to a reserve team again. And I ended up, I think I ended up a mate of mine, Graham Malcolm. Yep. Yeah, well, he was running Wickham ladies' team, proper coaching, um, you know, I mean, in our day, you didn't have to have all the badges and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was more about experience and everything. Well, Graham had started doing his badges, so that's how he was in at Wickham. And I said to him, "Do you fancy coming down and running the youth team at Windsor?" And which he did. Um, so we went back running the reserves, and and it it became very difficult. Getting, I was ringing players up on a Wednesday afternoon to come and play Wednesday evening. And it was really demoralising, Michael. Um, You know, I, ne- I never not got a side out because I, I felt it would be embarrassed not to put yeah. a side out at that level. But the players weren't good enough. You'd get an odd one come in. you think, right, he looks good. Get him in. You'd get a few games. <coughs> um, Because I think by then, Simon had taken over the first team. Yep. Um, and he had his ways of doing things, as you know. It was all sort of by the book and mm. what have you, which is fine, different from how we did it. Um, but, yeah, it just it got demoralising for us as well in the end. And and I think I think eventually the, the reserves got halted again. So that yeah. was the end of that. But, you know, I can honestly say... Whenever I was at Windsor, at whatever whatever level I was doing it, that the club and the supporters were were, were they were just top notch, mate. You know, always welcoming, and and it was lovely. It really was. What do you think made it that special? I think initially, initially team wise, it was having that team together. Yeah, um, but it was also about again in them days. We all went into the clubhouse afterwards and spoke to the supporters and, you know, had a drink with them. And and I really think that helps it, you know. And most of the supporters were local as well. Another great thing, you know, and especially when you – or right, I know I came from Langley, but it was only down the road from Windsor. So I, I felt like I was at home, you know. I think well, my old man followed everywhere, all the wins of games. He was there every week, all the, uh, all the away games as well when he didn't have to go to work <laughs> and, he, and he loved it just as much.
1: I'm now going to get on to, right. this is my favourite part. Where I'm going to ask you five quick questions. Right. And <laughs> I'm doing my best. Yeah. They probably are going to get tricky, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I quite enjoy it, but it's going to put you under pressure. So okay. favorite manager
0: you played under at Windsor? Well, probably that was that was a joint thing for me personally with Jeff and Alf. Obviously, Jeff went and Alf was still there, so probably Alf. I've got to say there because he was there a bit, little bit longer. Okay. Best player you played with? That is difficult because everyone had different attributes. But obviously, the man always, always, well, two, two. I've got I've got to say, Chris Yates. Yep. But also, Kev Mitch. You know, as a keeper, he he was, he, you know, he was just brilliant. Well, and he, you, you know he's the, the, they're both legends anyway. But you know, the amount of games that he played says it all, doesn't
1: it? Okay. The you meant we mentioned earlier, John Mitchell, yeah, Bob King, yeah, Ben Smith, yeah, Mark Woods,
0: yeah. Best defender you played with? I'd, I'd, I'd honestly, technically, I think technically, John Mitchell. And possibly Mark Wood's close second, technically, but I'd like to say it as a unit. Yeah, because you know, whatever five, whatever four out of the five was there, it didn't matter. You know, yeah. we knew we we all knew each other's games, and we we knew exactly what we were doing. So yeah, so I'd, I'd probably say John initially as a unit the whole the whole back four was, was superb best captain you played under and why hmm. probably probably would see. yeah um the nice thing mark was a he was a steady eddy solid talked well talked very well so yeah probably Woodsy. i think
1: all right a final question the best winger or toughest winger you played against why me?
0: I suppose just because of his physicality and his pace and size, I suppose one of them would have, would have to be at that level,
1: Ford. Thunderfice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had some great battles with him. I would like to think the majority of the time I, I've got the better of him. You know, for a little chat, I was pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I didn't mind a tackle as well. Uh, but yeah, he was one of them. But they were, you know, I mean, there were some great players knocking around in 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 those leagues. Lots that I think could have played professional football. You know, even in our team, I mean, in our team, there was a few lads that could have played pro, and especially when you see some of the players now, you know, you look at them and you think, how do, how have they got there? I think I do personally think nowadays slightly you, you've got a little bit more chance of getting spotted nowadays because of the academies and everything like that. Whereas in our day, you was waiting for some bloke in a trench coat to turn up and um, hopefully watch you.
1: And that's the thing, as you say, like the clubs today—they've just got such massive scouting networks, haven't they, all over the country?
0: Yeah. I
1: do. I mean, I do remember
0: Alf telling me that I can't remember what season it was, but he he, he let me know that Man City were interested. Um, I, I never heard no more about it, but to to know that someone had actually been interested in watching you, it was a nice thing. Uh, and even even when I went down, ended up playing for Chertsey Town. I was twenty nine before I got ill. I was playing fullback, I was captain, all the experience in the world then, I wanted the ball all the time at fullback, you know, I just wanted the ball, and and Ray Lewington came in for me, he was manager at Fulham then, but he thought I was about 26, and when he found out I was 29, it was, oh, sorry, but again, it's nice to know that, you know, people were interested, so... Total. I mean, that's
1: crazy, though, right? I mean, you still think. I mean, I suppose to be to be fair, I think it's probably less now. But like age, age really is just a number.
0: Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Vardy. Look how he's how the, how he's done. Came into it really late, and he's still banging them in for Leicester. All right, he's not playing quite so often, but when he's on a pitch, he's he's as good as any of the others out there. Hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent. Well, listen, Gary, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It's It's been
0: really, really enjoyable, Michael. It's
1: been great stories. Um, And for everyone listening, thank you very much for once again downloading. um, And we'll be back again soon with our next guest.
0: Yeah. I would like to say hello to anyone that does remember me. And, um, you know, your support was always encouragable and totally loved the club. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Michael. Take care. And uh, hopefully we'll bump into again on another reunion that I'll be able to come to.